Are you ready to invest in yourself today? Welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. Where investment leader Billy Epperhart teaches you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom. Scripture says in Deuteronomy 8.18, Remember the Lord, your God, for it is He who gives you the ability to produce wealth. At Wealth Builders, our goal is to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Hello and welcome to this week's Wealth Builders podcast. I am so glad that you joined us. And, you know, we've just had a great series bringing our speakers from the Wealth Builders Conference. And today I am joined by Frank Pulley. Frank, thank you so much for being a part of this podcast today. My pleasure. Believe me, I always love doing these. Wow, I learn something from you every time. And I know that all of you are feeling that way too. There's so much wisdom that Frank has in both business and in real estate. I just want to take a moment to re- remind you we've got the Wealth Builders Conference that is coming up, and it is February 17th through the 19th. And you can join us online via live stream. There may still be a few tickets available in person. And to learn more about that, you can go to wealthbuilders.org forward slash events. And we have got Frank and Mike, you're doing a real estate workshop. We've got Billy speaking a lot with some brand new content. I'm so excited to hear about. We've got the workshop tracks in real estate, business, and investments. So it's going to be an absolutely amazing weekend. I hope you can be a part of it. So Frank, today you are talking on and sharing on a really interesting topic And it's something that we don't always think about, but we actually really need to learn this skill. So I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to you. And we're going to learn today about when and how to say no. Well, thank you, Karen. I appreciate that. Yeah, you know, a lot of people think that you try to keep your business and your personal life separate. But honestly, if your business isn't doing well, then it does impact your personal life and vice versa. And then you also say, well, Frank, Saying no is not part of the Christian, you know, what we believe as Christians, we're supposed to go out there, we're supposed to help people and, and uh, you know, and do the best we can. I agree with that, but there are some times that we, we just can't, and sometimes people tend to overcommit, and that not only impacts you, it can impact, impact other people around you. So today, we're just going to kind of talk about some of the traits that you might have, and then a few suggestions on maybe how to maybe pull yourself out of it. Now I've got this as a, this is an hour presentation. And so I've cut it down to 20 minutes. So <laughs> you're going to kind of get the greatest hits here. So this is great. So let's talk about what about you? I mean, you have, most of us do, do you have a lot going in your business and personal life? Are you somebody who gets overwhelmed? You find yourself missing important events, anniversaries, first birthdays, et cetera. Is your business suffering? Is your personal life suffering? And what about your spiritual life? My wife and I owned a business for 22 years and we made great money, but we sold that to our partners because of our spiritual life suffering. That was more important than that. And uh, actually God made a good choice for us too, because we couldn't be happier where we're at right now. But can you relate to some of the things I'm talking about? Do you try to do it all? Do you try to be everything to everybody, okay? You find yourself running out of time on some of your uh, events. 
you consider yourself a mover and a shaker? Well, yeah, as far as most of us are, especially entrepreneurs, we are. But the fact is, it doesn't matter if you're a president, a king, a queen, the pope, whoever, we all have the same days, hours, and minutes as everyone else's. You know, you talk about time and money. You know, if somebody takes away money from me, I can always go out and make more money. But when you've spent and wasted time, there is no way to get it back. So we talk about, excuse me, Christianity. As Christians, we want to help as many people as possible. But think about this. Even Jesus took time to rest and regenerate. He set boundaries for people on what he would do. And there were times. Look it up in the Bible. Many times he said no. And he said no with, with a reason. So you say, okay, well, all right. So I guess we can say no, but, you know, when is it okay to do that? Well, here's some examples. First of all, when you're stressed to the max, if you're feeling overwhelmed and you already have too much on your plate, when you're in the middle of a time-sensitive type of project that requires most of your time, and it's, it's, uh, if, if you miss the deadlines, the project just goes south. When you're exhausted or ill, And as Christians, if the situation makes you uncomfortable or takes us away from our core values and beliefs, or when somebody else is better suited for the project or request. Okay. Karen, I'm going to stop for a minute and just see what your take is on this so far. Wow, Frank, this is so helpful. And it's so, um, I didn't know, you know, going into this, I wasn't sure what the topic was, but it's so timely. Uh, this, this week, I mean, I personally realized this, that, that there are times where we think helping everybody is the right answer, but what we often don't think about is first of all, asking the question, like you said, am I supposed to be doing this? Yeah. Uh, right. Lord, is yeah. this something, because if it's something that we're not supposed to be doing and we are like, no, I want to help here, which is of course our heart to help, Yeah. but we're not called to help in every area and also no. just it really struck me when you were talking about those decisions that we make, like I'm going to help everybody. Do you know what? They affect other people. And oftentimes it's our family. So it goes back to people down. Yes, exactly. So it goes back to, you know, the order that the Lord, you know, it's God. Yes. Then it's my spouse. Then it's my kids. And then it's work. Right. But if we get that and we're trying to help people all the time, and maybe um, one of the areas in our family suffers, that's not God's desire. So I'm just loving this content, (laughs) and you are actually helping me today, Frank. (laughs) Well, I know it's a little different than your typical business type presentation, but I feel this is a, a real practical type of skill. So it is. And I'll just add one more thing before you continue. Billy always says, you know, when you're in that space and and you're like, you know, things are kicking in with you, God's blessing you. One of the things that we need to learn to do is to say no to good things so that we can say yes to God things. That's right. That's right. Well, let me continue with a couple of more examples when you should say no. And then we're going to talk about Feelings of guilt and shouldn't we help those in need and that sort of thing. But more on that in just a bit. So some other examples are when the request will impact your personal or business life in a negative way. 
when it, when it will take you away from key projects and commitments, when it is totally someone else's issue. How many times has that one been laid on you? When you are repeatedly being taken advantage of, when it is something you don't want to do. So let's talk about that guilt thing. The fact is, initially, and even sometimes, I'm used to being able to say no, but even I, with my experience, will feel guilty initially when I tell somebody, no, we all do, especially if you're new and doing it. And unfortunately, here's a fact, those that ask us most often are the most persistent and most skilled in making us feel guilty. That that ring a bell for anybody? Karen, what about you? Absolutely. (laughs) I know, we can all relate to that. So (laughs) shouldn't we always help those in need? Well, you know, I want to talk about Bill and Melinda Gates. Now, I don't know if they're, they're Christians or not, but the fact is they have a lot of money and they're doing a lot of really good things with it. But they can't, even those guys can't help everybody. It's just impossible. They do a pretty good job, but you've got to pick your battles if you're going to make, make it ahead in life, okay? So what do you do? Well, first of all, I think you have to value evaluate your goals and got to have a solid idea what direction you plan on going both personally and professionally. You need to kind of have an idea of where you're going to go in life and, uh, you know, spiritually, personally, professionally. And in business, it's really important that uh, we prioritize and uh, have an idea of direction. I know in our business and real estate coaching programs, we help people to try and boil these things down so that we're able to prioritize and and do the right things in the right order to get us to the right place at the right time. So, but you're going to have to give this some thought and maybe involve your spouse or your partners. Decide on the actions that are going to take you in that direction. Now, I'm not going to get into this, but you can look this up. A time management matrix, you can Google that. That's really a handy device to be able to prioritize things. One of the matrices is urgent and important, one of the squares. One is uh, not urgent, and the other one is uh, not important, but it's urgent, and and then also uh, not urgent at all. And a couple of examples that might be uh, urgent and important might be an emergency and crises. Um, Not urgent per, per se is maybe uh, you know, relationship building. You got to do that, but it may not be a priority over a crisis. Not important are things like in- interruptions, callers, a lot of things. Uh, surfing Amazon while you're at work. <laughs> Although I think we've all done that. And then again, there's the busy work. A lot of people do a lot of busy work, but they never really get anywhere. And that's not urgent and that's not important. I encourage you to look up four quadrants of time management and help yourself prioritize the uh, your life. You know, it's it sounds selfish, but it's a fact. The number one rule of survival is you've got to take care of yourself first and foremost. Um, I've talked to a lot of people that have been caregivers and, you know, they sacrifice their life for the person that they love that they're caring for. And that that's not a bad thing. But there are times when they have to take care of themselves or they're not going to be of any use to the other person or people they're taking care of. Okay. And you 
remember, you can't possibly take care of everyone. It's just, it's, it's, you know, it's impossible. Anything up to this point, Karen, I'm going to talk about how to say no here in a few minutes. That's really good. And as you were just talking about that, you know, we, we all have been um, given a purpose. God has a purpose for our life and it's, it's just such an invitation, but also really important as we see God on that purpose. If we're going to stay on that path of what he has called us to do, we are going to have to say no to some things because I think that's part of, you know, like knowing the direction that we're to go, having an understanding of what God's called us to do. And at the end of the day, the way that we're going to have the biggest impact, the way that we're going to be able to help people the most is to stay focused on what God has called us to do. And in that, you know, God's desire is that um, our family is intact, that our relationship with the Lord, first of all, is a priority. And it's amazing how when we put things in that right order, God, our spouse, our family, and it's like, in a way, when we, it, it's scriptural, seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. There's times I think that we could both, uh, you know, re- relate to or remember where it felt like a pull to do something like an obligation. Like, I need to take care of this. But when we remember that order and we're like, you know what, I'm going to just focus on my time with the Lord. I'm going to take time with my family. It's amazing how actually it can, it's like things get done. And, and I think that's part of that faith, that trust in knowing this is what I'm called to do, Lord, I'm going to trust you with it. And then seeing him be able to fulfill the things that need to get done in almost a supernatural way at times. Couldn't have said it better myself, because in all of these things we're talking about, you have to involve God. Because if you don't, exactly. who knows what path you're going to go down. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I found myself doing, and I've talked to Karen about this, is, I mean, both of us are doers. And I found myself trying to do it myself instead of involving the Lord. And I actually found it's easier to involve the Lord in getting some of this stuff done because he's going to guide me when I'm trying to do it myself. Then sometimes I do it right, but sometimes I don't. I get frustrated and you're back to square one. So you got to involve the Lord in all of this. And that's what's so powerful about the Christian entrepreneur is that um, we have somebody on our team that most people don't have. So let's talk about how you say no, because there's a skill to this. Well, first of all, you got to be honest. You don't make something up because, yeah, you might get away with it for a while, but sooner or later you're going to get caught. And let's face it. Lion isn't one of the, you know, better attributes of being the Christian life. So first of all, you can just say, hey, no, I I really appreciate you thinking of me, but I just can't do it right now. You don't have to explain a whole bunch of other things. Obviously, some of these people that like to make us feel guilty are going to press. It's up to you whether you want to share or not. Let's say you have another obligation. Just let that person know you have another obligation and you can't do what they're asking. Now, when I say saying no, that doesn't mean that no forever. This just might be no for right now or the next couple of weeks or something like that. So so it doesn't mean you're shutting these people out. It's just that you're operating your life 
on your turns. Delay if unsure. If somebody catches you sought by surprise, which these people that make us feel guilty are really good at, tell them you need to check your calendar or you got to check with another person or you got to solve a current situation and you'll get back to them. Because, man, if you if you just go ahead and say, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll try to do it, I mean, then it's tough to get out of it. And nothing good is going to happen from that. If you decide you can help, but not yet, but are willing to help in the future, you know, give them a time that you can help them. That Then you put it on your terms, and then, but make sure you follow up on it. Here's a baby. I've had people that ask me, how do I do this? How do I do that? Well, our inclination is to just go ahead and do it. But I'm telling you, if you take the time to show them how, then they don't have an excuse not to do it themselves. Maybe they ask you a question or two, but show them how to, to do it. And maybe you don't have time to do it right now, but you'll let them know at a future date and you'll show them how to do it. And then they have no excuse to ask you again. That's just the way that, that, that things go. So, um, and Karen, I'm going to end on a spiritual note, but I know you always have such great insight on this stuff. So I'm going to ask you to, uh, before I give my spiritual note at the end, uh, go ahead and uh, add your insight and maybe close us out. Yeah, I think that I think that saying no sometimes it, it seems like a negative thing, but in a way, if we if we look at it and say, Lord, what what do you want me to steward today? And in that getting that priority, it's like it it becomes much easier because it's not. It's not about, no, I'm not going to help you. I'm not going to do this. Not at all. But it's about saying yes to God and saying, you know what, Lord? Yes, I am going to follow your priorities. And and that actually requires trust. And uh, because in a way we can, we can get into busyness. We can even sometimes find our identity or self-worth mm-hmm. in our accomplishments or how much we can do. But when you step back and you say, I'm going to say yes to God first and trust him that everything else will work out. That's really what you are describing, Frank. And it's just so healthy. And I think it's got, you know, totally God's desire for us. And uh, we are only human. We do need sleep. Jesus needed sleep. Yes, he did. Uh, And we, we have a, in, in the scheme of eternity, we have a very short time on this earth to make a difference. And the way that we make a difference is to really tune into what God has called us to do and focus on that with trust. And then we can know like the result of that is going to be impacted lives, transformation for people. It's going to have peace in our life, relationships in a great place, right? Restored. And um, you know what? Just joy as we walk yeah. through life that we know that we are doing exactly what we are called to do. And in that, just knowing it's okay yeah. to say, I'm going to focus on what I know God's called me to do. Cool. Well, let me end on a spiritual note. And then Karen, maybe we can remind everybody of what we got coming up here again. Yes. So this is from Galatians 5.1. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. All right. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. And I'll turn it back to Karen.
Wow, Frank is so amazing. Thank you so much for being on our podcast today. It's such a joy always to have you. And uh, Frank will be at our conference coming up. And again, just a reminder that it is February 17th through the 19th. You can join us in person. Um, we'll ha- we have a few seats left, not too many. So if it's something mm-hmm. that you're interested in, make sure that you get registered. You can certainly join us by live stream as well. We give you three weeks to view all the sessions. So maybe you're, you know, you've got things planned that weekend. No worries. You've got time for that. And uh, to learn more about the event, go to wealthbuilders.org forward slash events. So thank you so much for joining us today on the Wealth Builders podcast. Billy and Becky send their love to you and uh, they really look forward to seeing you at the conference this weekend. God bless you and make it a great rest of the day. Thanks, everybody. We hope you learned something of lasting value today from this Wealth Builders podcast. If you'd like any tools, teachings, or resources mentioned in the podcast, you'll find them online at wealthbuilders.org. Wealth Builders exist to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Wealth Builders is a nonprofit organization. We depend on your donations to keep this podcast running. Please consider donating to us on wealthbuilders.org.